Hello, beautiful people. You are listening to Limitless, the podcast on faith, life, and growth. And I am your host, Ifeniwa Moronike. Over here on Limitless, we get into everything that involves living life as a young person so beautifully, so vibrantly in Christ. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, you're so welcome. I'm so glad to have you listening today and I pray you enjoy today's episode. If this isn't your first time, then welcome back. I am glad to have you guys over here as well. We're getting straight into this episode. Something I actually wanted to do, I think last year, because there was a season in my church we were discussing excellence. And ironically, as I was thinking, okay, what do I want to do today? I looked through my plan. I usually have like lists as God has given me inspiration on things to talk about. I'll write it down. So I was thinking, okay, what of what can I talk about amongst this list, right? And um, excellence came to me, but I was like, maybe I'll choose something else. Then it turns out in my church, this is the month of excellence. So I thought this is the perfect time. And my dad did an amazing preaching on excellence last year, sometime late last year. And I always said, you know what, I'm going to take a couple of things here and there, Holy Spirit willing and leading me, then I am going to do an episode on this because I was so blessed. You know, when you become so familiar with somebody and almost you kind of take advantage of it. But that was a situation where that wasn't my dad that was preaching. That was, you know, a powerful apostle, man of God that spoke into my life. And I was like, you, you know what? You guys also need to hear this. I don't know if I'm going to get my dad on the podcast <laughs> because um, I don't know if he suits the vibe of the podcast. You know, he's a, he's a preacher. He's, a, he's an apostle. So we, will, we shall see. But I do pray that you guys are blessed by today's episode. Guys, let's get straight into it. Right. Firstly, I want to thank every single person that made feedback on the level up series and also the episode i did before that because you guys could really relate to it the total surrender episode um i'm just so glad because i want to make sure that the things i'm putting out you guys are able to apply it they're actually helpful they're not just i really want you guys to really grow from it and learn from it and i do pray that your finances will be blessed your relationships will be blessed your spiritual life will be blessed it was the last one we did level up series um and you will find your purpose in christ and live out that purpose in jesus name so all four parts of the level up series i pray it has been a blessing to you right guys so excellence right the spirit of excellence um i really want to start with this verse first corinthians 2 9 but he said to me my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness therefore i will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that christ's power may rest on me right so the reason i started with this first i think sometimes in christendom not sometimes a lot of the time we rely very heavily on the grace of god and i know this va- this verse speaks into many people's lives we say you know grace is sufficient for me i live in the grace of god you know i am a weak and this verse is beautiful like this verse should be applied the way it is spoken it is it's not a metaphor right this should be applied exactly as it is spoken thing is sometimes we almost take the grace of god for granted but like God has given us his grace. And of course, if you guys don't know this, let me just quickly bring up a definition, a definition that my dad brought up in his preaching. What is grace? This is a gift from God to man that we have not worked for or that we have not deserved or earned, but it has been made available to us. That is grace. So that's what a lot of us lean on, right? We know that we have not put in the work. We have not put in the time, the effort, the study, the planning, but we still want to enjoy the fruits of no seed because of what? Grace. So, you know, in order for there to be fruit for something, a seed must be planted, right? What we want is fruit without a seed. We want fruits without watering. Or let's say we've got a seed, there's been no watering, there's been no attention being made to that plant to nurture it, but we still want to see fruit. And we say, oh, because of God's grace. Ultimately, the spirit of excellence is within every single believer. As long as you carry the Holy Spirit, you carry the spirit of excellence. The difference is, because sometimes you can ask, all right, 
if every believer carries the spirit of excellence, why are some successful and some not? Is it that some were given like a special grace that I don't have access to, but I also have the Holy Spirit? Like what's going on with me? The difference is how you use the grace, that spirit of excellence. You see, everybody carries the grace of God. Everyone carries the spirit of excellence. Now, what are you doing with yours? And are you allowing your grace to come to waste? What are you doing with the grace God has given you? What are you doing with that spirit of excellence that God has given you? Because the spirit of excellence cannot manifest when you're not working, you're not tapping into it, you're not unlocking it. Many of us can be very complacent and content with mediocrity. And I want to tell you something. I know, and I've done an episode on comfort zone a while back, one of my few first episodes, I think first 10, five episodes. And the danger of your comfort zone, and I've said this before, it is a killer of your destiny because you are limiting whatever God is trying to do through you. You may be comfortable where you are now. Comfortability does not break barriers. Comfortability is mediocrity and mediocrity does not glorify God. I'm sure you guys know this verse, Matthew 5, 13 to 16, it says, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its savour, how can it be made salty again? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled by men. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a basket. Instead, they set it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. And let me tell you, nobody is going to be drawn to a dim light. No one's going to be drawn to someone who is content in average living, who sees gold, who sees diamond, who sees greatness, but chooses to stay in bronze, who chooses to stay at the bare minimum, put in minimum effort. And I think we discussed this um, on the Purpose podcast, I don't remember, but there's this thing about glorifying God through what he has called you to do about not limiting yourself and being complacent and being content with where you are. If you know that you've been called into the academic field, you know not everybody has been called to be you know, the brainiac, but you know you've been called into the academic field, let's say something like medicine, law, all those things, and you are settling for, for a pass. I don't believe believers should be settling to pass. I just want to say that right now. If that's your mindset, I don't believe... And that's, that's, you, know, you can disagree with me, that's fine, but I don't believe believers should be settling to pass i believe you should be settling to excel to get distinctions to pass well to be excellent because again for people to be drawn to your light it needs to be bright no one cares about a half a dim light a light that is barely shining you carry light of course because you carry the holy spirit but how is it going to manifest when you keep suppressing it by your complacency Excellence is to go beyond the norm, exceeding the normal standard and overcoming your limitations. That is excellence. And I want to ask you the question, do you think that you've been pursuing excellence? Do you think you've been going above and beyond the norm and overcoming your limitations or staying within your limitations? Maybe because of fear or because of doubt or because of the lies of Satan. Excellence is reaching to be the best at whatever God has placed you on this earth to do. Excellence makes you do things beyond your capacity. It separates the extraordinary from the ordinary. And the spirit of excellence is not limited to the church. You know, because it's like, oh, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of excellence and therefore it's only things that are prayer-oriented or Bible study-oriented or church-oriented. No. If God has called you into music, then you should dominate the music industry. Of course, as a gospel artist. But you should be excellent in the music industry. Don't say, oh, I can't win X and Y awards, X, Y, Z awards because I'm Christian. No, I will win the award. I will win the Grammy and the Oscar or whatever award for acting or for singing or, you know, they have the categories. Even though I'm a Christian artist. Because I'm not going to be limited. I'm going for excellence. I'm not going to say because I'm Christian, I'm going to limit myself to the church. Because our light isn't limited to the church. 
In fact, people, most people in church, what well, should I say no? Most people in church should already carry the light. So our light needs to shine to those who are still seeking out God. So we need to infiltrate those industries and shine our light. Well, your light cannot shine if you are mediocre. Your light will not shine if you are doing the bare minimum. You know, we can use the example of Solomon, right? So when God gave Solomon wisdom, he gave him wisdom and it was not limited to, okay, just, or he can read the scriptures or something. He had wisdom in life science. He had wisdom to write poetry and literature and he knew about plants and animals and so many things and politics, obviously, because he was a king. And so I don't understand why some people would just try and limit believers to the church. I mean, we were called out the Great Commission to preach the gospel to all nations. And however God has called you to preach the gospel, it may not necessarily be on a pulpit. Your life is to preach the gospel, meaning that wherever you are, whatever God has called you to do should in some way preach the gospel. And that could be in any field. And so I don't want that mindset of just, okay, how can I shine my light in the church? How can I be active in a church and do this in the church? And your light should be everywhere. People should see God in you regardless of where you are, where you are working. There is no limitation to excellence. That's why it's excellence. Because God is in you and the Holy Spirit carries the spirit of excellence. As it's our purpose to preach the gospel, we need to have influence. And how do you have influence? Let's use Daniel as an example. Daniel 6, 3. Then this Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king gave thought to setting him over the realm. So this excellent spirit that Daniel carried was what gave him influence over a realm, a region that was, has nothing to do with him. In fact, his people came over as slaves, as servants, to the Babylonians. And so how was Daniel able to rise above and have such a place of influence? It was by the spirit of excellence. You can see as an aura, an aroma, an atmosphere, the spirit of excellence draws people to you. And it's that influence that you use to draw people to the kingdom of God. Because let me tell you, people listen to excellent people. People listen to people that distinguish themselves amongst the many. People listen to people that carry a light, that carry wisdom, that carry knowledge, that are skilled at their craft. That goes back to Proverbs 22, 29. People that excel above their age mates, that excel above their surroundings. Those are the people that have influence. Those are the people that others listen to. There's something that excellence does that just boosts the work that you already have. What excellence does, it takes the little effort that you put in or the effort that work you put in and it makes it greater. It puts it above those that carry. They may be more qualified than you. They may be better than you. They may have worked harder than you. But the work you have put in, excellence lifts it to another realm and gives it another kind of boost, another power. That's where the grace and the excellence of God comes in. But of course, as I always keep saying, there needs to be work. There needs to be work. There needs to be application of wisdom. You speak with wisdom, you act in wisdom. You think before you act, you think before you speak. When you carry influence, it makes it so much easier to preach to people. It makes it so easier because people believe you, they see the fruits of what you do. But as I said before, grace and this spirit of excellence, this gift God has given you should not be taken for granted. Yes, you carry the spirit, but many people still don't manifest the spirit because they forget the aspects of work. We feel like grace is a key card or an access card to just receive fruits without sowing seeds. Instead, we're supposed to be working under his grace so that our work will produce fruits of excellence. Paul understood this principle. If you guys read 1 Corinthians 15.10, I'm reading this in TPT. I like it the way it was put. But God's amazing grace has made me who I am. So he recognized the grace of God. And his grace to me was not fruitless. You know, it was not wasted. In fact, I worked harder than all 
the rest. Yet, not in my own strength, but God's, for his empowering grace is poured out upon me. So you understand, that kind of answers this whole question is of how do I get this excellence to work for me? Is it just by grace? Is it by working super hard? How do I get this spirit of excellence to manifest within my life and destiny? This is the answer. Recognizing the grace of God and working under that grace. Because Paul said, you know what? As much as I'm this big guy and nothing, I am nothing without the grace of God. But even under that grace, I worked my butt off. He said he worked harder than all the rest. But then he recognizes, he like sandwiches it. He first says, grace of God, work hard, grace of God. So he sandwiches it. That you can have the grace of God above you, the grace of God beneath you, but you must work hard. Then the grace of God will now surround your hard work. That's basically, see it as a sandwich. He didn't allow the grace of God to be a waste over his life. He worked alongside it so that his efforts will be blessed. So that his efforts will produce fruits of excellence. Because we can, you know, you may think, oh, you can't really waste grace. You can. If you're wasting opportunities, you're wasting grace. Let's say God has given you a job opportunity. You know, you, maybe you're fresh out of uni. You just got a job opportunity, Sha. And you take it and you're like, oh, I thank God. God has given me the grace to take this job and da, 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 da. You could waste the opportunity if you are a lazy worker. No matter how anointed you are, no matter how much favor you carry, because, you know, the favor of God really helps us as well as Christians in the industry. No matter how much favor you carry, if you do not work hard, if you do not, if you do not work underneath that grace, working in that spirit of excellence, you're wasting that opportunity, you're wasting the grace of God. And then that's the difference between two people who are believers, both carry grace. One maximizes it by working hard and the other squanders it by believing, oh, grace will cover me. But you're not even working. And within that preaching my dad did, he also gave the example of the parable of the talents where the master did not punish the servants based on the talents itself. He didn't judge them based on what he had given them. He had judged them based on what they did with what he had given them. The same way, God does not judge us based on the gift itself. What are you doing with that gift? And what kind of fruit is it producing? And the question, the reason I'm asking what kind of fruit this is producing is because you could be an amazing singer, gifted. God has given you the gift of an amazing voice. And you are producing fruit but you are producing rotten fruits because you are singing for the world. Yes, you are popular, but your fruits are rotten. And that's what God is going to use to judge you. Not necessarily the gift itself. What are you using your gift for? Is it glorifying God? Is it bringing people to your light? And when I say bringing people to your light, I'm not saying is it making you money or making you famous. Is it bringing people to God through you? I don't even know why I'm going to decide, but it can be very, especially for those people who are in industries that are not necessarily Christ. The foundation is not Christ. Like singing in general. Of course, the Christian singing industry, the foundation is Christ. But if we're going into the industry in general, it's typically not. Or acting industry. There are Christians that can go into acting industries. And you become famous, except you're doing very sexually explicit films. Or films that are promoting negative things that do not glorify God. There is no excellence in it. Yes, you are famous, you're making money. But the spirit of excellence is not there. You're not producing fruit for Christ. And that's what God will judge you by. Not because you're famous, you're making money. He will judge you based on the fruit. You must work hard. In fact, in general, it's a principle of life. Proverbs 21, 22, 29 says, If you are uniquely gifted in your work, you will rise and be promoted. You won't be held back. You'll stand before kings. That's the TBT version. But I'm sure the version most of us have heard, I'm going to read that in NKJV. Do you see a man who excels in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before unknown men. 
You see a man who works hard. Yes, he recognizes the grace of God. But like Paul, you see a man who works hard, who puts in the hours, who puts in the sleepless nights, who does not want to take the grace of God for granted. Those are the people that will stand before kings, not mere men, not unknown men, people of greatness. Because you're already a person of greatness because you carry the spirit of excellence. You just need to tap into it. You need to work hard. Do not allow his grace to go to waste. Maximize every opportunity you get. And when I say maximize every opportunity you get, I mean like right now. Like as in, you're about to write a test or an exam. Go for gold. Do not aim to just pass. Passing is so mediocre. If you've got a project and you're like, you know, let me just do the bare minimum to just... No. Let God's excellence manifest, shine through you. There needs to be some... Guys, believers, we need to be doing something different. We can't blend in. That's not what God has called us. Lights don't blend in. We shine in darkness. So just because everyone else is doing the bare minimum to pass doesn't mean you should. There should be a difference. And somebody asked me this when, I remember when my results came out and then he asked me like, how do you know when you're doing your best? Like, what if you've put in your best and you feel like it's still not enough? That's when grace comes in. And then you also have to make sure you're sure it's your best. Because there are times when you think something is your best because of your limitations towards your abilities because of your mindset towards your abilities you believe that that's your limit that's the highest you can go until you realize when there's a push when there's a drive when there is this catalyst you realize oh wait i can actually do more than i thought was my best okay guys so i pray this episode has been a blessing to you i pray that it has encouraged you to do more to not settle to just live live in who god has called you to be a, a man a woman of excellence in everything you do Okay, guys, so that is going to be the end of today's episode. I will be with you guys next week. Our exam timetable just came out, meaning that I may have to start batch recording episodes because I really don't want what happened last time. Last time I was on a break and then I had to extend my break because of exams. Like I usually, I would usually take a break near the end of the year, but this time I had to extend it for quite a while because of exams. I don't want this this time. I want to keep, be consistent. I'm really passionate about this, guys. I don't know if you can tell, but I love this podcast and I love hearing feedback from you guys and knowing that the episodes have been a blessing to you. And so I really don't want anything to mess up my flow. So um, by the grace of God, I recorded a couple of episodes this week. So, and then recorded some guests as well. So just, you know, spice things up a bit because don't think because the Level Up series is over, there'll be no more guests. There will surely be guests. Don't worry, okay? But um, yeah, so that's just the plan for the next couple of weeks. And then soon I'll be home. I'll be able to focus on me time and have time for myself and for my business and for this podcast. And um, by the grace of God, everything will go smoothly. All right, guys. So I will be with you guys next week for the next episode. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed week. Have a blessed month. Have a blessed year. Have an amazing and a blessed 2023. Bye, guys.